you there and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. So welcome back, Savvy Souls. Today we're going to gather up all the pieces of you back into one cohesive whole you. And we're going to do that because it will make every part of your life start to feel good now. I used to think there were several Heathers. There was me, the artist, and then there was a Heather who's a life coach, and then the former lawyer, and I still carry around my lawyer brain with me, and Heather, the spiritual seeker, and the friend, and the mother. And I thought all of these were different, and I compartmentalized myself into these different roles, and I think we all tend to do this. And that has two consequences for us. First of all, this kind of compartmentalization of our thinking makes us bring only selected parts of us to different roles, which means we're leaving other parts of us behind. And then what happens is we start to find ourselves liking the places where we feel less of us, less we don't enjoy being there and we don't show up in those places as our whole selves. And the second consequence of compartmentalized thinking is it restricts our creativity and narrows our thinking. It's kind of like we've been talking about, we society has been talking a lot about diversity in the boardroom, racial diversity, um, gender diversity, philosophical diversity, all of that um, helps us be more profitable as corporations, helps us get better business ideas. So we talk a lot about diversity at the boardroom table, not just because it makes society more fun and more inclusive and just a better place morally and ethically and more enjoyable, but also it actually helps us get better ideas and create more. And it's like that with our self, with all of these diverse pieces of us, when we leave some of those not at our own boardroom table, our own boardroom table where we run our lives, where we make decisions about ourselves, when we don't bring all of it, to the table, then we hinder our creativity. We are not bringing in parts of us to inform the other parts of us, and we miss things. So it causes us to put things in a box and to never open the lid. So we're being a bit conceptual here. Let's make this real for you. So I'm gonna share some client stories with the names and details altered so no one can recognize who they are. So let's talk about Janet. Janet was completely overwhelmed 
in her job. She worked for a large Canadian corporation and her job demanded extremely long hours, 50 to 60, even sometimes 70 hours a week. And when she was there, her job was super high stress, lots of infighting and politics, one-upmanship. Um, she experienced her boss as extremely unreasonable. He was always stressed. Everything was a rush. And the whole experience seemed unpleasant to her. But Janet also had a dream. She dreamed about becoming an author. She is such a bubbly woman, filled with ideas, a creative soul, and she so wanted to become an author, but she had two issues. One was time, so little time to do that, and money. She could not afford to leave her job and start to write with no business plan in place. So she felt kind of hopeless. She felt really trapped in her job. So when we started coaching together, we started out just with small steps. It just started out with me teaching her how to carve out just little pieces of time during her week and then how to deal with her exhaustion and overwhelm, how to deal with the conflicts at work and how she reacted to them, how to develop confidence in her ideas and to imagine herself as an author and to start become that author. And so she did start to become an author in her spare time. She started to write. And when she wrote, her creativity blossomed. Her confidence in her voice blossomed. And she started to value herself more. And at first, it was still so hard at work. She resented her work even more because now she had this thing that she loved to do so much more. Uh, but what happened over time is eventually Janet learned how to bring Janet the writer into her work. She found that she could get creative inspirations at work. She became more interested in other people. She started to reflect at how she felt and what her ethics and values were. And she brought that into work. And she brought her creativity into her job. And what has happened over time is her work itself has transformed. So she's still working and she's also writing a lot and she's enjoying all the pieces. She's now perfectly happy at work because she's bringing all of herself to her work and she's the same person in both places. Does she love writing the most of all things? Yes. But does she enjoy her time working for the corporation? Yes, she loves that too. Let's take another client, Chloe. Chloe decided to leave her professional practice eventually. She has an incredible business, business venture in mind. And when she talks about it, it lights her up. But she's decided that the way to best support 
this business venture in the long term is by sticking it out two more years in her professional practice. And she wants to do that to create real financial security as a groundwork for this business venture. And there are some things that she wants to master and learn before she ventures out. So at first she was really resenting her time at work. She is the kind of person who feels morally obliged to do her best work as a professional, but she had been starting to resent the time that she was there where she couldn't dream about her business venture and be exploring and taking steps towards that. But then what happened is we talked about, well, you know, what do you really love about doing this business venture? And we took those aspects, all the things that she'll be loving about that. And we talked about, well, how could you bring those qualities into your professional practice? What can you learn in your professional practice? How can you show up every day and enjoy it and bring all of you there, not cut out the business entrepreneur for something for the future, something that you only get to dream about in the evening, but start showing up in your professional practice as that future business entrepreneur become her now. And the result is she's not resenting this time um, that she remains in practice. She is building her entire future in a way that she's loving what she's imagining creating and she's enjoying what she's doing now because she's bringing all of herself to all the pieces. Okay, so let's take me as an example, a different example. So when I used to think of Heather the life coach as not being the same as Heather the artist, I realized I was depriving my clients of so many things I know. I was not sharing a huge chunk of my knowledge. The part of me that became an artist is highly skilled in ritual and magic and tapping into my intuition and finding a magical flow. And that part of me receives healing messages that I translate into paintings for my viewers. And when I allow those pieces of me, those pieces that I thought were just the artist part of me, when I allow them to merge into my coaching, watch out. And when I allow my painting, paintings to add to my teachings, then my clients can receive another level of transformation. So when I put these different parts of me into boxes, I deprive my clients of all of that. And I deprive the coach part of me of the artist part of me that has so many good qualities. So it's a continual challenge to really think about what are all the pieces of me and how can I bring them into all my roles. So the beautiful thing is our choices are not binary. We don't need to carve out just one little space where we do what we love. We get to embrace the wholeness of us and everything we do and to bring 
joy into every pursuit. So when I say life isn't binary, it's not, well, I could do this or that. It starts with, here's who I am all of the time. And there's this being I am as I walk through life. And then asking myself, how can I take the fullest of me into everything I do? Just like Janet or Chloe or even me, when you start to embrace all of you and find ways to bring those pieces of you that you'd relegated to one role, when you start to figure out how to bring those pieces of you into other areas of your life, then things will start to flow back to you. Instead of needing your circumstances to change before you can transform your life, you start to naturally transform everything you do. You create the energy of freedom and wholeness for yourself, and that flows out of you. The whole you, when you show up in the wholeness of you, it brings things towards you that are attracted by that true and authentic version of you. That's compared to bringing the false version of you that tries to do what you should do. So my wish for you is to bring the whole delighted version of you, the flow of you into everything you do. You might be thinking, well, Heather, this sounds rather aspirational. I have no idea how to do this. So here's, here's the clue. The true you is the one that follows your joy. So here's some questions I'd like you to work on this week. First of all, ask yourself, what am I craving to do? Second question, what fuels me up inside? Third question, what brings me the most joy? And then, what do I like the most about doing that? What attracts me to it? How do I feel? What feelings does this create for me? And then the big question, how can I find these aspects, these qualities, these features, these feelings into all parts of my life? So for example, if you dream about becoming an artist because you love to create beauty, and even if you're a professional and you're in a cab on your way to work at a downtown tower, ask yourself, where can I find beauty today? How can I create beauty today? If you ask yourself questions like that, you will find a way. Or if you dream about creating your own business because you just love being innovative and selling your ideas and you have a completely different kind of job right now, ask yourself, how can I be innovative at work today? How can I be innovative at home today? So it's by asking yourself these kind of out-of-the-box out of questions about the qualities you are seeking in one area of your life. You'll learn how to bring those qualities 
into other areas of your life and enjoy all your life more. So Savvy Souls, thanks for listening today. I am hoping you will start this week to gather up the disparate parts of you and bring them into everything you do. And if you love the podcast today, I would so appreciate it if you would share it with your friends, let other people know about it, who you think it might help. It's a labor of love for me. I love you guys. I love sharing whatever I can to help you. Help me by getting the word out and letting other people benefit from the things that I share here. Love you all and see you next week. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.